Hey there, Coach Tamika here. I'm so excited to be back with you. It's been quite some time since we last connected. I've been busy plugging away, doing some content for the 90-day deadline that is launching on January 1st. I'm so excited. But I wanted to talk to you about one of the topics of discussion, and that is the friends that we keep. There's an old saying that says birds of a feather flock together or we are the company that we keep. And I really never understood that until I got a little bit older. When you're a young kid, you want to hang out with the people who are really, really popular and you want to be liked by everybody. And you hope that when you go play out in recess or you play dodgeball, kickball, football, whatever it is that you wanted to play when you're a kid, that you get picked to play on the team. Now, when we're children, the teams that we pick are all situational. So we have friends that we hang out with when we're at school. We have friends that we hang out with when we're at church or catechism. We have friends that we hang out with when we are with our parents' friends. We have friends that we hang out with if we are into science or math or drama. you know, We have those situational friends. But as we get older, we have the opportunity to pick our friends based on loyalty, based on our shared desires, based on our moral values, based on things that we love to do. And sometimes, particularly in college, we pick friends based on our partying lifestyle. So I've had so many different friends, most of them I never have kept in touch with as an adult, but I have had a handful of friends that I've kept from childhood. And those friends I can count on my one set of hands, not the 10 finger hands, I'm talking about five. I have a few friends that I grew up with that are still my friends today and are some of my, co- my closest confidants. Now, as a business person, a business entrepreneur, I have to be very selective with whom I hang out with beyond those friendships because I need to have friends that are going to help lift me up and I can encourage and they can encourage me or they can, when we're having a conversation, they can tell me if I'm on track or if I'm going in the wrong direction and we can vibe off of one another. I get so much energy and just my, I get lit lit on fire when I'm around people who are like-minded and there are several areas of that for me. I am an, I'm a musician. I I'm a singer. So when I'm around other singers and we're talking about what's going on in the arts, it lights me on fire. When I am around people who are Uh, people who are in church and they're talking about their relationship with God or mission trips and things like that. That lights me on fire. When I am with my family and we're talking about the past and things that were fun and my grandfather who passed away not that long ago, that lights me on fire because I miss him so much. It is amazing when you have a community of people that can help flame the fire of passion for you. But On the other hand, we also have those friends or sometimes family members who kind of bring us down. And that is why I want to ask you this question. Are you soaring with eagles or are you flocking with chickens? I know that's a really funny question, 
but I really want you to think about it. Are you soaring with eagles or flocking with chickens? If you are taking a look around yourself and around your life and you realize that it's not quite looking the way that you desire it to look, I would venture to say that maybe some of those friendships that you have may not be serving your highest good right now. I need to make sure that every single friendship that I have has a purpose. Some of my friends, I have them because they are the friends that I go shopping with or they are the friends that I call when I'm when I have a really, really tough time and I'm thinking about making some decisions and I'll call that friend. I have some friends that I travel with. I have friends that are really top-notch financial advisors and friends that are entrepreneurs and friends that are teachers and friends that are clergy. I have such a wide variety of friends that each friend has a different purpose in my life and all my friends are, are friends that are uplifting and encouraging and are life-giving. And if you don't have that or you find that you're lacking in that area, you might want to consider being a friend. My mom says to me, if you want a friend, be a friend. And that was so profound for me because I was a person who really ate, slept, breathed people. And at that time that she said that to me, I was really having a a hard time finding really solid friends after I had moved back from Atlanta. I had one friend and uh, that was my best friend that I came back from Atlanta with and everybody else was kind of outside of where I was living. You know, everybody had moved away from the city that I grew up in and it was a hard time to get reacclimated to where I had grown up. But My mom said, if you want a friend, be a friend. And if you don't know how to be a friend, think about the person that you think is the best example of what a friend looks like and model that person. You don't have to recreate the wheel. All you need to do is start looking at people who you think are really, really great friends or really, really great poets or really, really great singers and Start to look at them and model what they do and you'll be one step closer to soaring with eagles instead of flocking with chickens. Until next time.